First things first, man, uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to be on Studio One. Uh, my name is Jabril Osman. Uh, the platform I created is a space where I get to interview international artists, artists across Canada and local artists in Toronto. It's a space where I get to have like conversations with artists that I really want to get to talk with. So, man, thank you so much for being on it. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Sure. Uh, just before we begin, uh, can you just briefly introduce yourself and then we'll just get started. I'm Jade Eagleson, and um, I'm a country singer from Ontario, Canada. Perfect. So I know uh, with your family, it's very musical background. Talk to me about growing up and the music that was surrounding you. I know your mom, uh, a musician, teaches music, and definitely your grandpa. You know, talk about all the familyness and all of it. Uh, I mean, my grandpa grew up. Uh, his dad was a musician, and uh, he played. Uh, guitar and a lot of the old Irish tunes and stuff like that and country tunes and then uh, my grandpa kind of follows suit and I have a very musical family on my dad's side where you know my aunt plays piano and teaches piano uh, my uncle plays guitar a bit of fiddle so everyone's uh, very musically inclined on that side and then also on my mother's side uh, she's a as you said a music teacher and uh, she had her has her own career as well uh, as a vocalist so it's uh, it's definitely on both sides, and I'm yeah. really blessed to have that uh, the family there. And given that, do you think uh, I guess looking back, the i uh, the idea of becoming an artist or having a career, do you think that having that musical family really helped you? I guess with the idea of you know if if the musical background is there, talk about that. And as an artist, having that like as a support. Uh, it was it's very uh, great to start. I mean, obviously uh, we're a bunch of farmers and stuff so it was uh it's kind of hard to picture it's like well something i'm equally as good at this guy is going out and not working a real job or whatever so it, it took a minute to to uh make sense and then when it did you know they're uh super supportive and uh, they're there from the get-go and same with same with my mom my mom was always a major supporter of everything i did both my parents so uh it, it was uh definitely interesting though uh you know, going out and, and playing music and coming from, uh, you know, a uh, family of hard workers. For sure. And with the idea of growing up in a farm and the tight-knit community, how was it when you started getting older? And I know you performed at bars. Like, how did it feel kind of like, uh, I guess, the, the steps of becoming an artist in terms of performing? How were the early stages of that? It's a very slow climb. It's a... Uh, you know, I play out of town, and then eventually there's there's so many local artists in um, the town that I'm closest to. I'm from a town called Millbrook, Ontario, and then the closest town to that is uh, uh, Peterborough, so or Port Hope. It's right in the middle. But uh, basically, you know, there's a lot of artists in Peterborough, and the scene's hard to get into. So it, it took a took a minute to kind of get in there. There's a, a really wonderful man named uh, Matt Diamond that had an open mic there, and that's kind of where I started getting the courage to get up on stage. And then from there, I shifted uh, to Port Hope and played with some incredible talent down there. Um, and eventually, it just kind of kept growing uh, until, you know, we had this honky-tonk in the middle of nowhere that doubled as a, a Chinese food restaurant, which was just perfect for all the, the guys at the end of the night. We, we ate well, but it was uh, that was where I really grew a, a fan base and, and got my start is right out of that place. Sure. And in terms of uh, 
those beginnings? Were you writing songs or was is where is the idea of being a performer the first thing you kind of were dabbling in with or were you writing songs as well in those times? I was, I was kind of writing writing and performing. I was always uh, it's, it's it's so strange when you're in a like a, a community, right? Because like when you play your own music, it's stuff they haven't heard, right? So if, if you're playing to a bar, then you're not going to really appreciate it as much because you know it's not going to be like if you play guitars and Cadillacs or in comparison to something that you just wrote on your guitar a couple of weeks ago. That, you know, people aren't going to recognize it. So it was always tricky, kind of trying to break the scene there. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, moving forward, uh, you know, applying for the Boots and Hearts and, and winning and things like that. Um, and not in terms of winning, in terms of the idea of applying and putting yourself out there. Uh, I know I watched a video of yours where I come from and you're seven years old and you're performing. Um, how nervous were you in terms of either applying to Boots and Hearts or was it more nervous applying and putting yourself out there or at, after the fact of actually winning? Like at what parts? Uh, I would say. I'd say the applying, it was still surreal. It was kind of like, oh, like I'm just kind of going through it. And then when you're actually up on the stage, it's it's a nightmare for your nerves. It's Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, for you, uh, after the winning, it was so you know immediate. And uh, of course, everybody sees the, the success and the immediate nature of it. Then you release a single and it does really well. But for you, you know, talk about, I guess, the build up during that process. I would love to know that. It was uh, it was very interesting because like you know you you win this thing and then you don't hear anything for I don't know how long, but it was like all right, all right well I won this and that was kind of like the height of it. Like now where do I go? I have the, the label and everything, but everything runs um, it runs smooth and it, there's a reason uh, behind the, the there's a logic right, but uh, it just took a bit of time to to get everything everyone all the ducks in a row right so. It, it made sense as to why I took the time just because like you write songs and there's uh, instead of just jumping on the first one you relieve or wanted to do it, it makes sense to kind of have a more of a catalog. And, uh, you know, I never understood the process because like, you know, I'm signed to, now I'm signed to a label. I got this going for me. I'm like, yeah. what, what's going on? Like, why is it taking so long? So when we finally like got the song out and, and uh, I understood, because then you release a song, and then it gets, it gets even worse because you're on the charts for like six months sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, when's this thing gonna climb? When when's it gonna do something? And you're just sitting back and watching, and then finally, you know, push week comes, and it's everything's everyone's ducks are in a row, and they uh, they go for it, and it's uh, it's such a cool process. It's a long uh, patience is is virtue, I guess, in this this um. This kind of stuff and every season is uh going to be different but uh i've learned a lot just to kind of sit back and, and let everyone do their job and then i just do my job <laughs> yeah and with artists especially in the beginning with uh the idea of a debut and the way you're introducing yourself in terms of the debut single you know doing amazingly well and now you have you know the debut album how do you view uh the idea of a debut do you feel like this album is your introduction in the way that artists like grow in their career or like with this record, how, how is it from your perspective? I mean, this one is uh, when we release like an album for the first time, it's always going to be different from what uh, artists turn out to be in their future. And if you listen to anyone's first cuts, it's always uh, 
gonna be different like from van halen to you know led zeppelin you know that kind of stuff is always going to be different as a result and you know i i hope to to grow uh, i'm not sure that uh the music style or the genre will never change and and the the style we uh are going for will never change i, I think it hopefully will evolve if anything yeah and I know a large part of the interviews that I've read about you and videos and things, the way you view your music is, you know, traditional country and, and uh, you know, growing up on a farm and all of those things. Um, as a country artist, how do you view the genre and the way you make your music? I, I kind of uh, try to stand out um, from, you know, the regular pop country, which is it's tricky because at the same time you have to kind of conform to what is, um, you know, on radio. And you, you can't uh, be like, you know, if you go too traditional, then you're going to be labeled as Americana, right? And I still want to sit in that uh, country genre. So it's uh, it's interesting trying to get uh, songs that are kind of sliced straight down the middle. Uh, but it's an exciting process. It's uh, really cool. So it's, it's cool to, to watch it all get produced, too, because you have the best of both worlds. You have the best of what's modern and, and what's old. Yeah, for sure. And with you as well, the importance for you is, you know, um, you know, growing up on a farm and uh, staying to your roots and that being a, like a major part of the way you are as an artist. Uh, does that stem from like the beginnings of having the family music and wanting to stay with the roots? Because I know in some of your interviews, I think you said you moved into town as you got older. I think you lived in Petersburg, but you know, you really went back to being on a farm. Talk about how important that is for you. I feel like uh, my roots were always like in the farm. It's, it's uh, strange to to imagine like one place is uh, kind of got that hold on you, but it's like there's a, a different peace of mind that you, you get just kind of being able to go out and see the nature and, and put the work in, you know, get your hands dirty. It, it's such a, a rewarding feeling. So like, when I'm I was there, I, I felt more inspired. I felt uh, felt more uh, full, like the person that I am yeah and um with shows that you were able to do I guess before before COVID like uh, in terms of when your career and things like that talk about some highlights of shows that you've done and uh how have you grown I guess as a performer and and just it's, highlight uh, it's a very like slow climb <laughs> I, I used to be like one of those guys that would sit and just just strum and, and not want to move anywhere and I'd always had this weird habit of stomping at a time too. <laughs> that was bad. So there's a lot of adjustments that uh, you know take place, and some of them were nervous habits. But the more you get used to, to playing out and, and doing all that, and the better um, you you get as a an artist. And it's it's a, a huge learning curve, and um, it takes some time. But I think my favorite two shows that I, I played uh, I played at the the CCMAs uh, one year and did a quick uh quick uh stripped down version of uh, got your name on it i believe and uh, after, uh before that i played at the, the calgary stampede which was uh maybe the biggest show i played it, it was incredible because when you hear people singing back to you it uh it's so powerful yeah for sure have uh your family members seen you live Did you have you i'm sure you've had that experience how has that been especially uh Grandpa, talk about that and, and them seeing you grow as an artist. Yeah, my, my grandpa hasn't been out to um, some of the, the newer shows just because he's uh, 
he's, his hearing is a little off, so he doesn't bother. He doesn't like loud, loud music. He, he'd rather just do acoustic guitars. But uh, my mom's been out, and my dad's been out. Um, they this would have been their first CCMAs being in Ontario, but unfortunately, uh, we it's all live and stuff now. But uh, yeah. I'm still, they've come out to tons of shows, especially starting out, and uh, I'm super blessed to have them. And as an artist, too, with uh, quarantine and COVID things, uh, first of all, how have you been uh, with all of that going on and your family and things like that? Uh, congratulations, by the way, being a dad and things like that, so it's amazing. Um, how has that been as a, as a human, first as foremost, but also as an artist? How have you been you know, coping and writing songs or things like that? Yeah, I've been writing songs and uh, practicing guitars and stuff. I mean, this is a really good opportunity to um, grow and, and expand your your catalog and your abilities. So, been really hunkering down on the lead guitar, which is something I've always been had a passion for. And um, other than that, just spending a lot of time with the family, which I wouldn't otherwise get. And I'm super lucky to have. For sure. And circling back to releasing the album. Um, when it comes to releasing music, I know that you said the process is long. For you, is there the sense of relief, like it's finally out? With, yeah. So for the album, is it how's that feeling? I guess the release, how's that feeling? It's almost like just you just imagine just carrying like a heavy bag and you're just waiting to to put it down, and that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like it's like oh, like I got it here, delivered it, and uh, you know that's all off my chest now, and so. It's going to be exciting because, you know, you put in a lot of work and uh, this is kind of, it's always like a couple of years behind of what you're capable of. So it's like, I'd say this is uh, how great, I, like three quarters of how great I can be. And uh, it's kind of cool to, to put that out and uh, to keep growing. But I'm, I, it feels great. It's a huge relief to get all these songs that uh, I've worked on. And... For sure. And especially uh, with the uh, accomplishments you have with uh, your first single, you know, YouTube on the rise and, you know, the first Canadian, you know, that kind of idea. Um, how special is that? These, uh, like, especially early on, like, how has that been for you? That's, uh, that was always a shock to me. I mean, I was, I was super happy to get, like, just a, a couple hundred views on the video and then this kind of went nuts. <laughs> and uh, But all that stuff, all the, those little... Uh, Feats have been uh, so rewarding and felt incredible. It's uh, I'll always be grateful for them. And uh, usually, when I get to like a, near the tail end of interviews, uh, especially with all the interviews I've done so far, it's the uh, usually you know it's like how is the rest of the year going for you? Shows and all these things. But with COVID, uh, I, I've been like uh, talking about with artists, um, just like a general question. So I guess for you. Um, What's something, I guess, throughout this journey as an artist, uh, what's things that you've learned, not only about, like, I guess, the craft, but about, like, learning about yourself in this journey so far? Um, I mean, like, you got to check your ego at the door is the biggest thing I've, I've learned. I, I've never been uh, too proud of myself or anything like that, but you, you can tell it just uh, it becomes a competition and the uh, passion for it, it kind of escapes you. So it's like as long as uh, you put your head down to the grindstone and just keep working on your passion and not worried about the awards and and then it's always worked out great for me. But I remember I think my first year nothing was really happening. I really beat myself up over it. And then after that, I just uh, 
focused on the fact that I love music and I love playing and that helped me through it. And that's when, you know, uh, the gifts and rewards and whatever shared like coming in. And, uh, I was always really grateful for that. For sure. And, um, I guess for every artist, I guess they would only know it. Do you have a, a one moment where you realize that this really was going to be a career? Like either the, when you released your single or, or the way your family re responded to things, certain things. I, I want a moment for you, I guess, if there is a moment where you finally kind of realize I am an artist, this is a career. I feel... Um... I mean, like, as a job and a career and stuff, I feel like the last summer was kind of like, I treated it more like a job as opposed to, you know, having fun and, and a big party, right? So, you know, I, I showed up and I went to work and treated it like a 40-hour-a-week job. And then um, the following years, uh, or the following year, September, is when uh, I got the, the Rising Star Award. And in, in that very moment, uh, I felt... I felt like every all the stars were aligned. It, it was such a an overwhelming moment where it was just like I, I did it, and this is my calling, and this is you know the proof for it. So it was uh, definitely that whole CCMA weekend was um, exhilarating and and put a, a fire underneath my feet to you know pursue it and work harder. For sure, uh, but man, uh, again, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to talk to me. Um, your voice, man. Uh, I don't know when. I know maybe you didn't realize it at first, but I know people around you must have. Your voice is like really amazing, man. Uh, like it's oh, like yeah, yeah. Like when I first heard your music, I'm like that's insane. Like that's incredible. So uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out and being on Studio One. Um, stay safe, and again, man, thanks so much for taking the time. Well, thanks so much for having me, dude. I really appreciate it. For sure. Thank you so much. Take care, man. Thank you.